everyone. Welcome to Anyway, That's All I Got, the weekly Cinemaholic spinoff where we talk about movies and occasionally try to sound smart. I'm your host, Sam Nolan. Who the hell are you? I'm Anthony, your other host. <laughs> How'd you get in here? Uh, I am... You know I don't... You ask him who he is, and then you ask me how I got <laughs> Everybody in knows it's, um, it's our running gag. Anyway. We've been doing it for like 13 episodes. Um, I came through the front door. I'm your third host, Jason. Beautiful. Third host? Third. Is that... Who knows? Alphabetically, you're second, if that's any consolation. Okay. But Alphabetical you're, second host. But you're first in my heart. Oh, my Tied with goodness. <laughs> All right, Mom. Everybody's special. <laughs> Everybody gets a medal. That's correct. All right. Yes. Uh, this is our third episode, and uh, uh, if you're returning, it's great to have you back. And if you're new to the show, thanks for giving us a shot. It's wonderful to have you here. Uh, this week, we're uh, going to talk about some guilty pleasure movies. It's a topic you guys have been wanting to talk about for a while, and oh, I yes. thought, sure, why not? Oh, yes. Uh, this episode is going to be shorter than the last one. <laughs> we, uh, we, could, we, got, we got a little out of control with the last episode. We apologize for that, if that was an inconvenience. Hopefully it was fun, though. Hopefully, yes. We had a lot to get off our chests. So uh, this episode, first of all, we want to mention, I realized we forgot it, We forgot to clarify last week. Uh, we came up with an idea for like a swear jar type thing. Because in our first episode, we were uncensored, but we decided, now nah, you know, let, let's, let's try to go family friendly. And so uh, if one of us in a fit of rage accidentally says a bad word or something, uh, and they do it three times, then the punishment is that the other two co-hosts pick a movie for them to watch that they have to see before the next episode. Uh, it can be good, it can be bad, it can be something they've seen before or that they've never seen. All will be revealed with time. And uh, probably Jason. Yeah, yeah probably I think I'll lose. Definitely. Spoiler uh, alert. Because you're very impulsive yeah. when it comes See, you to do it. It's, you do it it's accidentally. a filler word. It's a filler word yeah. for me. If, the F word, I mean. If it's me or Anthony, then... Uh, it's probably because I am intentionally, I really need to make this point about how terrible a movie is. Or because we're in the mood to be surprised by something. Yeah. Uh, or get, or forced to watch something against our will. Uh, another thing, at the end of the episode, uh, we want to we wanna give something a shot, a new segment. We're going to do like a weekly recommendation thing where one of us uh, just sort of recommends a movie that we think doesn't really get enough attention uh, that it deserves. So that's you can look forward to that at the end. But for now, uh, let's talk about some guilty pleasures. So, like I mentioned before, you guys have been wanting to do this for a while, and for but, good reasons. So you, you have a certain opinion on guilty, on guilty pleasure pleasures. Movies. Yes, because explain that. Okay, uh, guilty pleasures to me are like one of the most interesting facets of cinema that exists because it's not like a genre or a class of movie you know it's not a quantitative thing like this movie is a guilty pleasure it's not you can't assign it to any one thing it's like a qualitative en entity entirely based on like individual perception you know it's a, you can learn a lot of someone uh, about someone yes, based on what, <laughs> on what their guilty pleasures are and I expect a lot of that's going to be happening today get and, ready for some weird ones oh yes I mean, some of them I can't explain so <laughs> I just like <laughs> It's a feeling. It overwhelms you. You can't really explain it's it. It's like something you know, like, this is a bad movie. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, why, why do I like I don't know, but I kind of feel it's bad about it. It's kind of something that you almost watch by yourself. Yes. Like, you need to like, watch it by yourself. And, like, if someone walks in, you change the channel. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need, I don't know. This was just on. Like, yeah. It's on Netflix, man. It's like, uh, I chose this. I sat on the remote. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great way to put it. You're just, it's like a, it's the whole guilt thing. Yeah. 
it's uh, it's so funny because my my brain works differently than a lot of people when it comes to guilty pleasures. Because a lot of people, for good reason, uh, when this comes up, they will tend towards the "so bad it's good" mentality. Which personally, I've never really had the capacity to appreciate. Me a neither. In that way, I I I, I have I have a yeah, couple which is a great. couple things on here. Yeah, that are like room level bad. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Really? Um, yeah. Because like, that's two, the room's pretty bad. Two genres, like little subgenres of, of bad <laughs> movies that I'm going to talk about. I can't wait. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know what it is. My mind just works. It works. My mind works in absolutes. Is basically what it is. It's just really boring. It's black and white thinking. Either I think it's good or it's bad. The movies that I'm choosing today. If I had to like rate it, which I do on Letterbox, follow us on Letterbox, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I would give it a negative rating, which for me is two and a half or lower. But there is something about it, one like at least one redeeming quality that washes over me, and I can't help but enjoy it. I don't want to, because I don't want to give credit to these movies, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's an uncontrollable thing yeah. that just affects me in one way or another uh, in a way that I don't regret. and. To the, to the point where I come out of the movie being glad that I watched it for whatever reason because it gave me this feeling. What, what are your guys' personal definitions? How do you go about this? Really, it's the, am I embarrassed? It's like what I said earlier. If someone walks in on me watching this movie, would you turn it off? Would I switch the channel? And a lot of these, I have. Or um, what, do I want to admit that I like it? If, if I hear everybody bashing on it, um, should I jump in and Go. I actually enjoyed it, and, and should I feel guilty? I do, about that, I do that a lot. I do that. I do that. I've done that with several movies. Is a movie you want to stand up for? Like, actually, uh, <laughs> consider this perspective. <laughs> See, but not even stand up for it though, because like there are some movies that like are maybe misunderstood, hmm. but like I don't really need to stand up for <laughs> some of these movies on my list because they're not good. Yeah, <laughs> really. They're just I just for some reason. I liked them. <laughs> what about you, Jason? So, you you guys you guys know I'm saying you two in here you know <laughs> that I I have fun with a lot of that. So <laughs> yes, it, like, I'm honestly kind of picky with things. Um, so some of these on here are actually sequels. Yeah, yeah. That I just think are really kind of in a way underrated, but I can. I can say that they're bad movies. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I just love them so much. And there is a difference between like underrated and guilty pleasure. You know, a movie you think is not appreciated enough. And we should mention, uh, we're not doing a list this episode. Yeah. We're just, yeah, it's we just like an open discussion. We've always done lists, but we want to try something new. We just want to do like a free flowing discussion. Yeah. Hopefully. So like if like once one of us finishes, yeah. the next one just pick up. Yeah. And uh, just one last thing before we start kind of talking about some specific movies. Uh, when you talk about guilty pleasures, you really have to reserve judgment because it's just a personal thing, mm-hmm. you know. Let's get into it. Who wants to go first? I'll go uh, first. Yeah, go, go Screw it. it. All right. Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to blurt it out. I liked Justice League, and I liked it a lot. Really? It's not like okay. I hear I, all this. I get it. It's not like I hear all this bad press about it, and I go into it, and it's not like, oh, that wasn't as bad as everyone's saying. No, I really liked it. The okay. Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. 
I had a fun time watching it. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't know if I like the. I see, but did I you don't did, like the movie? But did you I, have fun because you were enjoying how bad and okay. dumb it is, or I because had fun. You, it, it was actually like, oh, that was. Cool. I had fun because I saw it in an empty theater, completely empty. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen really? a movie in an empty theater. I have theater. seen movies. Oh yeah, I saw I Taxi Driver in an empty theater. It was That's the coolest experience. Cool. Who would pay life. to see Taxi Driver? Um, Everyone but me. That's stupid. But uh, me and my friend were just yelling at the, at the screen. Whenever <laughs> 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 we'd see Henry Cavill, just be like, "Oh, what the? What is wrong with your lip? <laughs> he's got a messed up. Lip. It's the CGI uh, yeah. mustache away. Mm-hmm. Yep." And I agree. That I get, I get it looks before. stupid. His his face was dumb. They got rid of the hair curl and exchanged it for a weird anti mustache. Yeah, exactly. And it's just I don't know what, what you, mustache we got mustache inverse. It just it, I don't know. I I saw it and it was fun to see Batman kick ass again because this uh, controversy. I didn't like Christian Bale as Batman at all. I I thought he was really irritating, mm. and I think Ben Affleck is a fantastic Batman, even if he's kind of sleepwalking his way. Yeah, <laughs> through I like his it. performance. It's kind of a paycheck. My right main now. problem with the movie is that like Batman doesn't really do anything. Yeah, like when everyone else is fighting. Yeah, exactly. Steppenwolf or whatever. He's he's getting his ass kicked by the by the demon, like the little yeah, minion. Exactly. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's off on his little own side quest, just like. Yeah, trying to beat them up and he's moral support basically. Yeah, yeah but he's I, I, I like that. And and that's kind of part of the other thing. The other the other heroes are really good. Like I thought I, I don't know it was weird, but I thought the stuff on um with Wonder Woman, not Wonder Woman, uh the Amazonians and with their cube bit you remember that part where they have to where they're, they're, sh- they're, 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 they're yeah they're throwing a cube around and then one of them falls off the horse or she ties a string around it and then they she shoots and the other one catches the arrow and then she jumps on the horse. Fun. I thought that was amazing. That was I, I remember I was Steppenwolf's just yeah it was er, it was them. early in the movie and I was kind of leaning back in my seat and that happened. I was like whoa! I lean forward. I'm like <laughs> this is a pretty kick ass scene, guys. I'm looking around the theater. Everyone's <laughs> like oh gee this is a good yeah. And then, you know, I thought the stuff with um, Aquaman's uh, Atlantis stuff where, uh, what's her name? Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Where Steppenwolf. Dumb. I didn't it, like it was a little dumb, but I thought when she did, did that clap thing and then the, big, the air bubble and then, um, not the air bubble where she talks to Aquaman. That was yeah. stupid. But where she claps and Steppenwolf falls in the air and he lands and then she claps again and then he gets flooded. This is a badass movie and that's all I have to say. I liked it a lot. And it was good to see Superman back and having fun and the end. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. I, I, I don't know if I agree, but yeah, whatever. I, I, I think you're right. <laughs> Um, I mean, I weirdly kind of like Batman versus Superman. I also liked Batman versus Superman. Like, there are so many problems with it. Oh, countless problems. I think I... It was just just kind of cool to see how the DC is embracing more of the action fun instead Mm of really... I'm really going to get for this. Oh, there's my first swear word. There you go. Uh, But... Christopher Nolan's movies are really dark and boring and depressing, and I I don't like any of them. And I yeah. So I, yeah. I would never ever say that the current DC is better than Nolan. I yeah, but, but in some ways, in the in fun, way, the I fun like, factor. I also disagree with that, but <laughs> but, but um, I I like I kind of like the DC universe now. Yeah, people people uh, I'm gonna get tied up with you right here. Uh, people give it. Sh- 
And, uh, <laughs> so you're both at once. Well, I think yeah. people are they're, they're talking, they keep comparing it to Marvel, and they say, oh, well, Marvel gave everyone a trilogy, and then they put them all together, and G, uh, DC's rushing it. Well, then I think of it as this way. What if DC decides to give everyone trilogies? Then people would just accuse them of ripping off Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think they have to do it differently. Cool. All right. You want to go you next? Wanna, you want to... You want me to take, take one? one? Yeah, All right, go cool. ahead. Take one. All right, I'll give it a shot. This is a quick one because I actually don't remember yeah. too much about it. Uh, this is a movie that brings me back to a very special time in my life, uh, <laughs> which is the... You saw you get so happy. Rob, <laughs> the Rob Schneider oh, classic, no. oh, The no. Animal. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I watched, I watched this, I watched this at a sleepover with my friend in like 2011, and I haven't watched it since, (laughs) but it just reminds me of such a fun time in my life, and I also just remember thinking that some of it was funny. Uh, basically, from what I remember, Rob Schneider, like, gets in a car accident or something, and then this mad scientist finds him, and, like, infuses him with animal DNA or something, and so he starts acting, like, really primordial, whatever. He starts, like, growing hair in weird places. There's, there's a, there's a part where he's, like, during the transformation, he gets up and he's totally naked. You can see the crack of his beautiful ass. <laughs> and, like, and he just has, just has hair all over it. And it's just so silly. There's a part where he, like, he's in an airport and he sniffs out someone who's hiding cocaine in their you-know-what. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And there's, like, this love story. I remember being invested in it. That sounds great, actually. Oh, yeah. It's, it's you know, I, I wish I could remember more. But that's a time. It harkens back to that time. Nostalgia plays a factor in actually another movie on my list, weirdly, with Rob Schneider in it. From From what I remember, it's, like, probably not the best movie The Animal is, but... Uh, I have not seen the end. Just because it has that connotation with me, with with childhood and, right. and adolescence and everything, <laughs> and God knows what else. So yes, that's my very tame pick. I, I I have a lot more to say about my other ones, but yeah, that's that's my that's my little warm up. So what about you, Jason? Cool. What are, I can't um, wait to. I'll hear throw this. I'll throw out a couple that I kind of mentioned the last episode that I just want to okay. say again. Uh, all Eli Roth movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got Death um, Wish coming. Yeah, Death Wish uh, is coming out tonight. God, I might go Willis, see it tonight. You, you just revealed when we're recording the episode. So. <gasps> oh, ooh, uh, ooh. peek behind peek the behind cur- the curtain. I was gonna say, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, yeah, I really like his movies. Cabin Fever, I think, is actually a pretty good movie. Like it's, I'd, I'd say it's good. Mm. The rest I wouldn't say are good, <laughs> but they're really, really fun. In a, in, there's a, there's especially an episode, Green Inferno. Yes, there's an episode in our previous iteration of the show, the unnamed podcast about movies on YouTube, where Jason just went off on the Green Inferno. It's Wonderful conversation. It's it is, one of the funniest things. It is in that great. Entire show. That is a weird damn movie. It yeah. is. <laughs> it's too much for me. Yeah, I still want to watch it. Um, yeah, no, I I would love I would love to watch it with you guys. Yeah, to be honest, I think we should <laughs> well, we should all watch it. Our yeah. reaction, objectively yeah. bad movie that's just entertaining. Is it, we should all watch it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It is ridiculous. What else you got? Um, so I'd like to talk about some Amazon Uh-oh. Prime movies. Uh oh. That they, I compare to the room. Do they have, produce their own content or, or no, 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 no? This somehow they just. They're just got all these movies. Okay, all right. Just clarifying. Um, so these are these are movies that you can probably actually find on YouTube for free. Uh, all right. Like they're that. The, the companies will release them on YouTube for free. Really, I didn't know companies so, did that. 
Yeah. Huh. Well, so what these come, I'm pretty sure what these, what these film companies or these studios. Yeah. Or whatever it do is they're actually music studios. Oh, okay. And they'll have some awful like rap album <laughs> with some like really, really underground, not good rapper. And then they'll create a movie around that album to promote it in a way. <laughs> and okay, I'm just going to jump right into one of these movies. It's called Copaholic. Oh my God. <laughs> It rings a small bell. It does it in my actually? Mind. Yeah, it does. Um, you probably haven't seen it. It's awful. <laughs> no, I'd <It's> remember. Like, <laughs> yeah. If I watched a movie called Copaholic, I think I'd know. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm just going to talk about the first six minutes of the movie, and you can base the rest of this off of this first six minutes. Okay. Sets the tone. So it starts with these three random people. We don't know who they are. It, the film starts mid conversation on some generic, like, yeah, you got the stuff or whatever. Oh, I don't even so know. So it's like a Law and Order episode. Yeah. And so then uh, some guy who ends up being our main character, but we yeah. don't know that till like 10 minutes into the movie, <laughs> pulls a gun out of nowhere on the other guy. The guy on the wrong side of the gun distracts him, punches him, and <laughs> what, then like, there's a chase over through, there? like some Adam yeah. West. No, he's, like, he's like, what's that? Bad sound effect. Is too. there, is like there a sound like, bubble like Adam West? <laughs> no, there might as well. There might as well have been. Yeah. The, like the punch sound effect sounds like uh, uh, Animal House. Oh, really? Or John Belushi when he when he does the zit thing. It wow. sounds like that. Huh. That's awesome. And then there's not a chase like, through not a like the Indiana Jones punch. No sound. No, which is it's a really loud too. And stack the leather jackets yeah. and a bat and a baseball bat. Yep. So then there's this little horribly shot chasing and then it does the whole like how did i get here oh let me take you back to when when this whole thing does it freeze frame no i think at least they don't stoop down to that oh no they they stoop in this (laughs) do they the whole opening credits is found footage it is a poorly animated ocean (laughs) with poorly animated waves and poorly animated sky that move while some really generic music plays, while wow. the credits go, the di- writing and director credit come in halfway through the credits, huh? not at the very end. So what's the oh, final credit? Was it? Like I think it's executive producer. I think it's just some random. I think it might be a music. The, the supervisor best one. boy. Wow. Music, music supervisor. supervisor. Yeah. yeah, I think that was the last. I'm really one. proud of the music. Or like yeah. the, the key grip or something. Yeah, something so, silly like that. I get the sense they're trying to set themselves apart. Yeah, because opening credits have gotten kind of lazy recently. Yeah. You know, oh they, wait, or not? They existing. don't. They don't go into the credits right away. There's a scene where it's like a found footage thing of some guy recording himself. He's like, "Hey, man, I gotta. <laughs> oh, one of those. I gotta talk to you. Uh, it's something important. Uh, anyway, whatever. Ends with a gunshot sound. Effect. Oh, yeah. Oh, really geez. bad gunshot sound effect. Then wow. <clears throat> the stock footage of the ocean happens. Credits going. Then it cuts to stock footage of a sunrise time lapse. Ooh. And then go. it cuts to slow motion snowfall. Uh, stock footage, but then so just going through the seasons of the year. But what? then it sounds like they were just coming up. With so stuff it's like it's spot. like a video stock footage of snow falling. Yeah, it looks nice, but it's obviously stock footage. Uh huh. And then it just like freezes, and the credits continue. Okay. And you like Over you like frozen. this movie? It's, Jason it's Snow fun. is already frozen. It's so fun. Like it's really it's awful. <laughs> yeah, worse than the room. I think. Ooh. Yeah. Um. The, yeah. The, the stock Act, footage stops. Like, is it bad acting um, or something? I mean, Tommy Wiseau is always going to be the worst, in right. my opinion. Yeah. Um, 
just his deliveries, I mean. Yeah. Uh, and so the stock footage stops, yeah. credits continue, and then it shows the, the found footage scene of that guy again, but this time there's no sound, and the music just continues, and the credits continue, and then there's a gunshot again at the end of it, and then there's more stock footage of traffic, and this traffic. is all six minutes. For a, for a half a second, I the, think you meant traffic, the oh, Steven no, Soderbergh no. movie. <laughs> like, it's just that like, lazy? It's just like time lapses of traffic. Huh. And then the credits are four minutes long of just stock footage. Wow. It's, it sounds to me like they're going for a very stylish look. <laughs> like they're, they're trying yes. to, pre- they're pretending that there's some mm-hmm. elaborate production mm-hmm. by trying to fool the audience into thinking like, and then oh, the movie ooh. starts though. <laughs> it starts. It, it finally, it, it stops the whole, it stops all the stock footage stuff, decides to start their, the actual stuff that they filmed. In this opening scene <laughs> is a man moving his clothes from one cardboard box into another cardboard box. Ooh, intriguing. To where he later says, yeah, I'm just moving in. Ooh. To who? Just to the audience? Because, well, some <laughs> other guy comes in. We don't know who he is. It's just awful. Yeah. But one of the best things about these movies, are there, there's a few of them. The Game Done Changed, another <laughs> classic. And then uh, I'm That Kind of Woman, which is borderline unwatchable. What because, the hell is that? Uh, because it's basically... Five ladies talking at the same time to each other. Oh, it's the view. I I swear to God, I was going to make <laughs> the exact worse. It's worse than that. It's, it's worse than, than the view. Wow. Yeah. It's the talk. The talk. <laughs> Sharon Osbourne. Yep. I don't know it's, the other. It's basically that for the opening twenty minutes of it. <laughs> huh. Wow. And uh, these, there's some, there's some so bad that they're good movies. Yeah, they're great, and there's hundreds of them. On Amazon Prime. Wow. So get on that. They're, that just could not find another mm-hmm. home. And yeah, and what they do is they hire people to write reviews. So if, <laughs> if you look at the reviews like, of them. Like good reviews? Good yeah, money good for reviews. good reviews? Hmm. Yeah. So if you look at the reviews on like IMDb or anything like that, it's like people giving it 10 out of 10s, <laughs> comparing it, like saying it's a gritty, realistic portrayal of street life. Yeah. <laughs> comparing it to Goodfellas and oh, Boys yeah. in the Hood. Ooh. Never a mistake. Yeah, I, I guess. And they're just they're just awful. It sounds like they're it. terrible. So, are you recommending these, or are you just? I okay. I I recommend them to anyone who likes uh, the room. Just if you got the some room time to kill, or yeah, I mean, don't Something watch all of it. Of. Don't watch all of it. It's not a movie where you want to watch all of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, put on for like a half hour, make yeah, fun of it, exactly. And then switch to something else, and then yeah. It's a very laid-back episode in more mm-hmm. ways than one. Yeah, man. Uh, what else you got, Anthony? Um, let's Dang. see. A lot of people really, really, really hate Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> I have two on my list. Do you? Um, one of them is uh, Airheads, which uh, is... Okay, that one's fine. I don't necessarily... I'm not really... It's not a guilty pleasure. It's just a dumb movie that I really enjoy. The other one is Click. What, what are your guys' opinions of Click? Never seen I don't it. like Click. You okay. should watch Click, Sam, because you like Christopher uh, Walken. I'll watch it again, but I should. I, I, I'm like wearing it. a shirt with Christopher Walken. Right. Yes, you, you are. are. How about that? Yeah. Uh, so peaks behind <laughs> the curtain. That's correct. I thought it's not that I just think Click is better than you know the average Adam Sandler movie. This movie made me cry, people. Mm-hmm. This movie is really sad. Is and it it's really good. I've, I've heard that it's, it's really weirdly funny. effective. Yeah, like I really like I this movie. Don't remember. 
remember Jonah Hill's in it, I think. Jonah Hill's in it for about two minutes. Okay. Um, and then, of course, since it's an Adam Sandler movie, uh, he has an unreasonably attractive wife played by Kate Beckinsale. Oh, yeah. And it's a cliche, yeah. a Sandler cliche. Yeah. I, I, have an, I have an Adam Sandler movie on my list, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I really, I really, really like Click, and a lot of people really don't. And I think mostly just because it's an Adam Sandler movie. But I think it's a... I really like it. Hmm. It's really all I have to say about it. Just but. because it surprisingly gets to you for whatever reason. It, it, it reaches me. Hmm. It speaks. It's got the Fonz in it, you guys. Does it's, it really? Yes. Henry huh. Winkler plays his dad. And, oh my God. Henry Winkler's in a lot of that. Yes, yeah, <laughs> he is. But it's, who else is in this movie? Okay. David Hasselhoff oh, plays <laughs> his boss. And Julie Kavner, the voice of Marge Simpson, mm. is his mother. And that's lovely to see. I love it. Because I love The Simpsons. And I don't know. Maybe it's just my bias towards the, uh, towards Simpsons actors being in everything that yep. I want to see. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's all I got for my Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> all right. Let's talk Ooh, about okay. Rocky IV. You liked Rocky IV? No. Didn't you listen to my definition earlier? I don't oh think it's a God. good movie. But it's so... You don't, think, you don't have to think it's good to like it. Okay. It is so off the rails from the previous Rocky movies. <laughs> I just, is. I just have, to, I'm just in awe of it the whole time. Exactly right. Okay, it's a shift from three to four. From three to four, oh up to okay. Th- this is the thing I've noticed, and I might just be picking up on something that doesn't exist. But if you look at the first two Rocky movies, uh, small controversy. Rocky two is actually my favorite one. I like it just a, a tad bit more than Rocky one, but. The first two are very serious. They're very dramatic. Yeah, down to earth. Down to earth. They're, you know, they're effective. They're emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one, while still effective, gets very silly. A little bit goofy. It's, yeah. it's a definite tonal shift. And, yes. I, and here's why. Where they're running through the ocean in short shorts yeah, and yeah. tank tops. <laughs> and they hug each other in the water. And here's why. And this is the thing I might be picking up on that just doesn't exist. So Rocky Two came out in 1979. Uh, the first two are boxing movies. What boxing movie came out in 1980? Raging Bull. Raging, Raging Bull. Bull. I think they wanted to go a different direction. They're like, damn it, Raging Bull is a, a thousand times better than any of the movies we made. So they kind of went in a different tone. And in Rocky Three, for the most part, I think it kind of works, honestly. I just think it was all it, Stallone's ego. He was such an yeah. egotistical guy in the early 80s it could be anything but I, but I think it's hard to argue that there's definitely a shift from yes. two to, from two to three and arguably a bigger shift from three to four yes um, huge shift yes Dolph Lundgren is just totally hamming everything up while still remaining stoic as ever he's gonna just, be in Creed too if he dies he dies I can't wait to see that I, I can't wait to see what they do with it but just the part where it goes from being like, uh, maybe this isn't the best thing, to, no, this definitely isn't the best thing, but I like it, <laughs> is when Rocky goes to Russia <laughs> Yes, starts training. He's, like, carrying logs yeah. over his shoulder. It's got, like, a, it's got a twofer training sequence. It cuts back and forth between Rocky and... I think there are, like, three or four. Oh, yeah, there could be. They're, they, Throughout the movie. They just went nuts with it. Yeah. Um, and they're all really long too. <laughs> they're long, as like good ch- a good chunk of the movie. But spiring. But what I love, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen this one actually. You don't need to. What I love, oh yes, you do. What I love, <laughs> I is, really want to. I want to see more out of. What I love during this training sequence is that 
it shows Rocky going into the wild because this is the biggest challenge he's ever had to surmount because, spoiler alert, why am I forgetting? Ivan Drago uh, kills Apollo Creed. Yeah. And is not reprimanded whatsoever. It's intense. <laughs> and, uh, and so Rocky's like, I got to get revenge. I have this theory. I, I won't go into too much detail, but that every Rocky movie corresponds to a certain emotion. This one, Rocky Four, is vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for the murder of Apollo Creed. And possibly by extension, in Rocky Three, Mick was killed. Most emotional Rocky death, I think. Yeah, definitely. Goes to Russia and is just training in the wild. He's like, I gotta go into... He climbs a mountain. Into nature and just yells, Drago! Yeah. Oh my god, it's such a stupid, <laughs> stupid scene. It is, but it's hilarious. And like, okay... The nail in the coffin, though, yeah. and this is the last thing I'll say, is what is during the fight, Rocky starts to gain the upper hand. They're in Russia. Yes. And Soviet the Russia. Russian audience starts to cheer against Ivan Drago. Yeah. And at the end of the movie... And it happens Rocky. on a, It happens on a dime, too. Yeah. It's, it's like, like one scene, he's he's like he gets one good punch in, and then yeah, yeah. Rocky with action. He's that inspiring. Man. He is, and then he and gives then the he, speech at the he end. He fixes <laughs> communism. If I could do it, everyone could do no, it. If I could change, everybody could change. He's That's all from number four. He's, he's all from number four. Up they wrap him in an American flag. Yeah, and it's just so <laughs> it's so over the top, and it's super uh, over the top. Another Stallone movie that sucks. There it is. Not yeah. a guilty pleasure. The, Not a guilty. That's pleasure. That's really what it boils down to. It's just so crazy and off the rails and insane. I just I just marvel at it, even though it's not really the best movie. You know, the emotional investment could be better. Uh, the motivation is uninspiring. It's it's it just, it's just it's it's just a silly goofy movie. It drags on. It's silly. It's goofy. I don't think the They're tone too, works. Like and one of the montages isn't even a training montage. It's a like a five six minute montage of him driving around, being angry and sulking. <laughs> And it's oh, like, man. to the limit, and it's really dumb. My, my other favorite moment, and this is the last thing I'll say, is uh, during the training montage, there's like a, there's like a, it cuts to Rocky's side of the montage. There's this photograph of Ivan Drago yeah. that he has, like, hung up into a mirror, and that's all that's in the shot, and then Stallone's hand reaches into frame and grabs it and crumples it up and rips it off the mirror, and you just see Stallone's face. Her. And he's not even angry or anything. It looks like he's about to fall asleep. He's just like, hey, I'm turning this picture down, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's so crazy. It's so nuts. Rocky Five is just straight up bad. Yes. But yeah, that's Rocky IV. Uh, who wants to go next? Jason, you got something else? Yeah, I'll talk about some... Uh, so I'll talk about a couple movies that have, like, nostalgic... Yep. Like the reason I like them is because of nostalgia. Uh huh. So, Peter Pan 2003. Oh, really? <laughs> live action movie. Oh. <laughs> it, I I couldn't tell you why I like it. I just do. This isn't. Not no. Hook. I'm not hooked. Definitely not, not hooked. Hook. I remember seeing trailers for Jason and, Isaacs. Yes, is I remember. And Captain not hook. Pan either with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, this is Peter recent. Pan 2003. Yeah. It's it's just a strange movie. There's like a weird fourth wall break breaking joke, which made me laugh really hard. Oh, actually, really? <laughs> <laughs> like watching it recently. Huh. Um, uh, Scooby Doo, the live action oh, with Freddie. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I just I one. just love it because did you ever think, see the Cartoon Network version from like 2009? 
Oh, the uh, the other live action one. Yeah, yeah no. I dug on that one. The as really? I never no, saw no, no, it. Totally new. Oh, I never saw it. It's a it just looked reboot. like it looked you, awful. You know Stephen Amell from Arrow. His yeah. brother plays Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but I just really like the Scooby Doo movies. It's good. Matthew think, Lillard is yeah. really great. Actually, is Shaggy. Yeah, he's great. He's 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 a good actor. Nice. Uh, and then Sky High. <laughs> I, love, oh, I love Sky, Sky High. High's a good one. I've heard, I've heard notorious things. Um, it's got Kurt Russell. It's great. It's got Kurt Russell. Yeah. Oh, Bruce Kurt Campbell. Russell plays a super. Uh, Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Coach Boomer. What a yeah. great. What a great. And then uh, Jim Rash, if you guys know him. Oh yes, uh, the dean from Community. I know him from that '70s show. Mm. Is he in that? Yes, he plays a very uptight jewelry store owner. Really named Fenton. That's who right. Who always he's gets great. in arguments with he, Fez. He lives below Fez in the apartment. Yeah, Jim Rash is he's great, and yeah. he's an Oscar winner. Is he really? Yeah, a writer. He wrote The Descendant. Really? Oh the Descendant. wow! Interesting. The one with George Clooney. The Descendants is, is it called the Descendants. I think it's the Descendants. Yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. that's correct. Yeah, he wrote that. Nice. Oh, fun fact. G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I, n- I never it's, bothered with this. It's dumb. It's, Which one had Bruce Willis? Goofy. Uh, the second one. Second Is that the second one? Yeah. Was that retaliation? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. not a good one. Which one was Joseph Gordon-Levitt? That was the first one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that that's guy. a laughable I don't one. remember that at all. I honestly don't remember the villain that much. But Channing Tatum's is the Rex. first one, right? Or wait, no, Rex. I don't know if his name's Rex. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he is in the first one. Same with Marlon Wayne's. Wow, I guess I need to rewatch the first one. Yeah. I, I don't want to. <laughs> Never mind. Um, yeah, you don't have to. It's just, it's goofy. It's really goofy and dumb, but <laughs> I, I think it's really fun. And then Speed Racer. <laughs> oh, jeez. You've talked about this. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I like, I mean, it looks gross. You know what? Speed Racer is gaining, like, kind of a following. Yeah. In the past couple of years, I know. It's a very underground, kind, it's, of, kind of cult following. Yeah, so it's, it looks gross. <laughs> it looks like everything's made out of like bubble gum or something. Oh, yeah. uh, there are so many colors and so much stuff happening in this movie hmm. that my TV can't handle. <laughs> Can it really? It like no matter <laughs> how good the internet color. is, Ooh. it every, it gets pixelated Doesn't during really. the like crazy huh. car scenes Did because you see my TV theaters? just can't handle it. No. Oh, okay. Um, what was it? Two thousand eight. I believe it's eight. Actually, is yeah. it eight? I think mm-hmm. it's eight or seven. Yeah, one of those. But yeah, it's. I understand why people don't like it, um, <laughs> but you know, it's it's fun. It has John Goodman in it, and he's kind of fun. Who he's plays the fun. lead again? I forget. Uh, Emil Hirsch. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. When I was younger, I thought it was Leo. I, don't know why. <laughs> really? I couldn't tell you why. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, that's it's a fun one. I get not liking it because it isn't a good movie. It's. It's a Wachowski movie. Yeah. And there are people now who will like defend it like vehemently. Like no yeah. people don't get it. Yeah. So I'm I mean, curious to see it. I don't think it's a good movie. Mm. And you I would be I would be against people who say who defend it as okay. a good movie. Yeah. I just I just think it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's completely ridiculous. Oh I like, agree. It's there's Isn't there like there are two cars. Yeah, they, yeah, there's a monkey <laughs> like sidekick sort of. Um, but there, there's a scene where there are two cars side by side okay. and one of them out of the wheel, there's like this little drill thing and it's trying to get the other wheel oh and then the God. other wheel has a shield 
that comes out and starts deflecting it. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, wow. Oh my goodness. It, huh. is, it is ridiculous. There's like some chariot race it's, to the max. Comes, yeah. It's, it's insane. I, uh, I remember I didn't want to see it when it came out. And I was like young kid me where like, <laughs> I want to see everything. I was like, I don't want to see that. You no, know, I didn't. I didn't want to see it when I was little either. I think I watched it when I was little and I hated it. <laughs> and I watched it recently and I enjoyed it actually. Nice. Same with Diary of Wimpy Kid 2. Oh, really? <laughs> Only the oh, second one. Not the first one. Not the first oh, one. Not the third wow. one. Not, I think there's a fourth one. Uh, Only the second one. I think the fourth one is... Is when they it's like a, did recast it. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the second one's pretty, pretty funny, actually. Not a good movie, but yeah. I think it's funny. And... I'm trying to... It's kind I'm, of sweet, in a way. It is. It's Brotherly Love. Yeah. It's Steve Zahn's yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who plays Roderick is actually really He's cool. alright, yeah. I love him. Devin something. Devin Bostic. That's right. Yeah, he's he's great. All I remember from that, because I, I actually saw this in theaters. I remember, really? I, I did too. Whoa. I was too. I was, in, I was on HBO. I was in Vail. Ooh. And I went to, and instead of doing something fun, I went to see Diary of a Wimpy Kid <laughs> too. And all I remember <laughs> is that there's one scene where they're like putting fake vomit on a car or something yeah. in like a gas station yeah. and it's the gym teacher mm-hmm. and he gets all nuts like, you don't want to mess with me. Yeah. I'm for real. <laughs> he becomes like the, the Keegan-Michael Key like substitute teacher basically. Yeah. I'm for real? Yes. It's a great it's a line. I don't, I don't think that's exact. It's a funny movie. But it's pretty yeah. much it. I'm yeah. for real. <laughs> I kind of like the first one too. Just in the a, first one's the first right. one's Yeah, the first one's read, fine. Because I read the books and I liked them and I remember thinking that like, wow, the first one is really silly. Yeah. It's the first just, one's fine. I yeah. just, the second one's just so much better. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> solid. If we, we've, we've tossed around the idea of like, Reviewing an entire franchise—that is a must. <laughs> the Diary of a Wimpy Kid. That'd be great. That'd be a great, <laughs> that, that be a great episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we could do it. Let's in, like, do it. Do it with and and the Air Bud movies too. About that. Oh, how uh, many are there? We can skip the Air Bud. Well, movie. it depends if you're counting Air Buddies. Like, we're yeah, gonna, like, we're gonna like count Air Buddies. Well, then there's there like, like seventeen. Yeah, like there's, there's Air Buddies, Snow Buddies, Space Buddies. God knows what else. <laughs> Something else, Buddies. Yeah. Super all Buddies. The, there's all the Buddies. Scary Buddies. Is there a scary buddy? Yeah, they're going. There's like a horror movie, oh, except it's not really a horror movie because it's a kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's move on. Yeah, uh, uh, and go on, Anthony. Because... You got some else? Uh, let's see. Uh, this this movie, I'm not really sure why I'm embarrassed, but it's it's called Sex and the Single Girl, and it's what? it's something. It's called Sex and the Single Girl. It's got Tony Curtis, Natalie Wood, Henry Fonda, and Lauren Bacall. Really? When did it come out? 1964. Huh. And I, I just, I remember I woke up, this was fairly, like, a couple months ago, I woke up and uh, just turned on my TV, TCM, Turner Classic Movies was on. This had just started, like, the opening <laughs> credits were gone, so I'm like, ah, screw it, I'm tired, it'll wake me up. <laughs> and then, but, like, it's like a hardcore chick flick, <laughs> and it's, like, really, like, I don't know, it's just not that kind of movie that you think... Would be a guilty would, pleasure. Yeah, like I didn't think uh, I saw the cast. I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Yeah. Then it turns out to be like something that would be, I don't know, like Sex in the City or something. Hmm. Except I really, 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 really liked it. <laughs> it was hysterical. Is it generally viewed as like not that good? I mean, the rev- uh, I'm looking on Letterboxd. The average is um, uh, three stars. Okay, so not so not awful. Yeah, not awful. That that's the interesting. But, but the reviews, the reviews I read call it really dated and sexist. Hmm. I kind of get that, but not not so. Maybe the dated, not so much the sexist part. Because when you, when you watch an old movie, there's a certain level of indulgence. Exactly. You have to get it. But I thought 
I really had a lot of fun with this movie. And I didn't realize it was a guilty pleasure until it turned, um, it started getting later in the, uh, you know, time to get out of bedtime. And then my dad comes in and he, like, I turned, I turned, I turned the channel. So I'm like, I don't want him to see that I'm watching a movie called Sex and the Single Girl because it would be weird. Wow. And I don't know. It was like, it's hilarious. The last, the, the third act is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie. Really? And it's, everyone's like, it's a, it's like a misunderstanding and there are confusions and it's a great love story that I'm invested in. And Henry, it's like, how many Henry Fonda comedies are there? Not yeah, many, yeah. you know? And he's really funny in it. And Lauren Bacall's great. And Natalie Wood is, uh, this is the, you know, only like the second movie I've seen her in. The other is Rebel Without a Cause. What about The Searchers? That's right. She's in The Searchers. Yeah. I guess I didn't remember. West Side Story. I've not seen West Side oh, Story. Oh, she's great in West Side Story. Story. Great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Spielberg. I didn't realize how good it was. I watched it again. Spielberg's yeah, remaking that. West Side Story? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. Wow. I like that. But <laughs> let's, let's see how that's so, going. That's, that's all I got for Sex and the Single Girl. I recommend cool. it. It's a lot of fun. That is fascinating. Cool. It never occurred to me until just now. Most of the time when you mention Guilty Pleasures, it's usually relatively new movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's not often you see some from like, I'd say, this is, yeah, before six, the 80s. 64. Oh, have you seen any uh, or heard of Ed Wood? Yes. Have you heard of his movies? There's Plan 9 from Outer Space. Those are pretty great. It's the most interesting. I'll get around to those eventually. I mean, not great. Just great, context. great in my version. Of in the, the guilty word, pleasure right? context. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I wonder why they tend to be newer. I'd have to think about that. But yeah, uh, I'll go next. Um, this is the Adam Sandler movie I was mentioning. And this is also a very nostalgic one. Uh, <laughs> grown Ups. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. I, I liked Grown Ups. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the, I'm like with you. All right. Let me tell you a story. Grown Ups do suck, though. It's they both are not good. It's 2011, and um, and it's the summer, and we just at my house we just got on demand Xfinity. Ooh, nice! And, and and I was scrolling through it, and for whatever reason, this is the thing that caught my eye. I was like, oh yeah, I saw a trailer for that. It looked kind of funny because you know this is this is younger me, and I was like, so I watch it, and it just it just makes me feel good inside. I don't know what I it agree. is. It I, has it. This, I get it. It has this really sweet, like, lakeside feeling. Yeah, it's a really laid-back movie. It is. It's it's emotional at times. It's like, you know, I buy the chemistry because, you know, it's all They're the in real life. Adam Sandler alumni and everything, so it makes sense. I, I honestly have not watched it since probably early 2012, So and I'm afraid to go back because I don't want to ruin that perception I have of it. But I just remember it giving me a good feeling. I must have watched it, I, I kid you not, like 15 times. Oh, I'm with you. Over the course of I've like seen a it month. That much. Yeah. And I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I, I do get the thing, like the nice, like, yeah. excited feeling. Uh-huh. That's nice. But the jokes aren't good. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I guess there's a. F- They're not good. Rob Schneider's hair. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I remember See, that. I, pretty funny. I remember somebody called him. Uh, compared his hair to a dirty Q-tip. <laughs> and uh, have you seen the second one? No, it's, yeah, it was my Rob Schneider. It was my he couldn't be bothered to come back because uh, his standards are too high. Yeah, there. it's that. Bad. It was, I think it's it was that bad. Wow. I think it was a pay thing. Like Adam, yeah. pay me more. Shaq shows up, so you know. It's oh, it be awful. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely not want to. It was. Him. It was my least favorite movie at one point. Until, really? Until, until one, missed, one call. missed call. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's. 
I don't have too much else to say because it's been a while. Like, the humor is ridiculous. There's a, there's like a couple moments that stand out, but it's really crude, kind of Adam Sandler, low hanging fruit kind of yeah. humor. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some, there's a few jokes in there that are great. I yeah. like the kid's ringtone. That's that's also <laughs> some low hanging fruit, but I yeah, that Who really cares? got me when I was little. And yeah. then uh, David Spade says something at the beginning. Like at the funeral, and he's like, "Sorry, I just get weird at funerals." He says something really, like, gross. I think I, uh, I liked it a lot just because uh, I gravitate towards um, relationship movies, like just in, like yeah, re- the relationships are really believable. Like, yeah. like the like, I can see just a bunch of dads doing the stuff that dads did. Mm-hmm. You know, I love when Kevin James, like his introductory scene is that there's this above ground pool and he tries to get out of it, but he ruptures the wall <laughs> yeah. of it and it all just, all the water comes yeah. rushing out. It's like a water slide. Like slapsticky. It's, I, I think, I think we hit the nail on the head. It's just a, a full movie of like low hanging fruit, Yeah, but it's effective and it just gets me. It was at a time of my life uh, where I was not thinking too clearly it just has that connotation with that time. And again, that lakeside feeling, the emotion, not only between like the married couples, but with the kids as well. And keep in mind, this, this may just be rose colored glasses. So yeah, that, that's probably along with my number one, the truest definition of guilty pleasure. I don't want to, but it pleases me, mm. you know, that right. that's basically what it is. All right. Who else? Who else? Grownups. It pleases me. <laughs> For some particular... Adam Sandler pleases <laughs> Unknown me. reason. Hey, it wouldn't be the first day. <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw off some. Uh, Con Air. Uh, I was on mine. I love oh, it. Oh, it's so I, good. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Let's talk I about it. I love Con Air. Uh, you guys go ahead. Isn't that just a riot? Yeah. Nick Cage in a southern accent. That's yeah, like... A bad southern That's why accent. I watched the movie. Yeah. Uh, it's got friend, uh, John Malkovich My friend made me creepy. watch it. Yeah. It's... I had so much fun with this. It just, yeah. It's see, it's I'm not guilt. It's not guilty in the sense that I, I, I don't think I should like this. It's guilty yeah. that like I think it's a brilliant movie. It is. I, I agree. I agree. This movie. This, this is like at least Die Hard three level action. Yeah. You know? It's some of it's pretty impressive too. Yeah. Like I think that the ending landing. Yeah. Is pretty impressive. Yeah. For its time. Uh, so this movie's ridiculous. It. <laughs> Nick Cage goes to jail defending for, his wife for self-defense self-defense which is totally stupid. like but he's like not he's even like a dangerous man not even questionable self-defense yeah like they jumped him in the parking lot and pulled weapons on him and mm-hmm. he accidentally killed one of them in mm-hmm. defending his wife his, pregnant, goes, his, pregnant, his pregnant, wife. pregnant wife he goes to jail and the judge says your body is a deadly weapon. Therefore, you are not fit for the normal laws of man. Exactly. <laughs> what? Oh, my uh, God. What is that? There's no logic. That's like anyway. a judge from, like, Futurama. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, he goes to jail for that. Yeah. And then... He meets a buddy, and then they yeah. get in front. And then, uh, and then blah, blah. they have to get transported to a, somewhere else. I don't know why mm-hmm. he could just take a bus. But John Malkovich is is the bad guy in it. He's yeah, they awesome. take over the Con Air. They take yeah. over. Oh yeah, the plane. He's like, "Welcome to Con Air." <laughs> I clapped during that part. Uh, it's got non-stop a big action. Bye, pinball. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, it's Dave so Chappelle's funny. In it too. He's great for when he's in it. Danny Trejo's in it. Do Danny Trejo's in it. I don't do like you Danny buy Steve Buscemi as this Hannibal? So I wanted type. to talk about that Dangerous because guy. that's weird. 
Yeah. I bought Steve it. Buscemi. That's thing. weird casting. No, but okay. I was fine with him being uh, him being that person. Mm-hmm. I thought he did fine. I yeah. bought but it because of his part, voice. The weird part is, so he mentions how he got caught or something. He's like, yeah, yeah I was wearing this girl's face. For like a, as a hat. For as three a states hat. or something. But then at the end, he he gets set, spoiler alert, he he Who gets cares? sets he gets set free. He, no, so, so they they crash. Everyone gets out. He just doesn't go back. He doesn't get rearrested. Yeah, well, I guess. Okay. Doesn't he like take a it has police a, bike? It has a weird character arc with this character. Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing a girl's face, and then he becomes friends. And then he becomes friends with this little girl during this way too long scene. Yeah, they're refueling, where, and it's, where they have to dig themselves like, out. It, or something. It, it's really isn't creepy. It like in Carson it. City, Nevada. It, like something like that. Oh, Carson City. That's right. Yeah. It, the and movie then, makes you think that he's going to do something gross to this little girl, but then he like. But he doesn't. It's a nice moment. I liked it. But he wore a girl's face. Yeah, but he shouldn't did, be. He didn't wear this girl's face, Jason. So redeeming. <laughs> he gets. Yeah, they pen, they make him like a redeeming character. A little yeah. bit. But then they yeah. forget that he wore a girl's face. And he's okay. just like sitting in the casino at the end. And he's like supposed to dice. Like that's supposed to be the scene. He's already like, met. Yes. He's like already met a woman, and he's yeah. like, "Dude, uh, like, oh, you're fine." He didn't molest that girl. He's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, face I'm, wearing. I'm glad that you guys appreciate this movie. I I couldn't. You bring, didn't. I couldn't bring myself to. You didn't like it at all. Ironically, it makes movie. me mad. I'm sorry. I wish that I could fun ironically enjoy it, but again, my brain I don't enjoy it ironically. I think it's brilliant. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say brilliant, but <laughs> I would. I think it's pretty great. <laughs> Anyways, all right, it's great. Let, let's do one more each. Uh, Anthony, do you want to go first? All right. Uh, then I'll just I'll just uh, scroll through a few. Um, live for your die hard. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's you know. I, Die Hard is one of my favorite movies of all time. That'd be a good franchise to do. Die yeah, Hard. that would be a good franchise to do. Yeah. Uh, so live for your Die Hard. It's just I just have a soft spot for Die Hard movies, mm. except for five. Five. Stars. <laughs> um, let's see. Nothing to lose. It's a really, really funny Martin Lawrence Tim Robbins movie. Is I I just enjoy the hell out of it. Huh. Uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, uh, I I really enjoy. It's, it's just it's just a lot of fun. fun. It is stupid fun. characters. The characters. Oh suck, no, but it was a fun movie. They're awful. Samuel Jackson's all right. Though. Yeah, I, I thought he was the worst. Yeah, Whoa, he my goodness, he was the you most worse than Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, yeah Tom yeah. Hiddleston was the worst. Yeah. No, I thought Samuel Jackson was the most, the least written character, just because like. He the shift is so generic. Like, well, now he killed one of my men, so now I have to kill him, and it's the most generic thing. And well, I, I mean, he's the only person with, I think, any sort of writing uh, for him know. because Brie Larson was like, good. Mm. Uh, was she, she was, knows? she, she was good. She the, was the photographer. She was I the mean, blonde. She, you always have I to like have a blonde Larson. woman. I like Brie Larson. Yes. Let's I'll see what else do I got. Um, Take me home tonight, Topher Grace. Oh yes! <laughs> oh my God! Well, that's the only person I've ever met who likes. I've I never, like. The I movie. like. That's I've never heard of it. It's a good movie. I, I really like Topher Grace. He's not the best actor, but yeah, I just love him in that '70s show. And he was great. He's man. really. I love that. This Take Me Home Tonight. Really it's, like it's like a. Movie. It's like an '80s thing. Yeah. And he, it's just him trying to get with the girl of his dreams. And yeah. Does, really very movie. simple. Like, does he plot, have? It's, it's is fun. somebody else courting this girl? Because if so, is, there should be a scene where he prays to Jesus to kill him. <laughs> I, I think there is a... I think she has... Yeah. I don't remember. 
about. It's been so long since I've seen this. Mm. What's I really Sex take on a me home tonight. Okay. And they play the Eddie Money song. Take me home tonight. They play that a couple it's times. A, yeah, it's a fun movie. I enjoy that. A Netflix movie, The Babysitter. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on your list. Yeah, uh, I I did no, I never saw it. I put it. I, I just put it on because it was something to watch. Is Halloween it, might as well. Is this one with Jonah Hill in it? No, no, that's, no. That's the sitter. The sitter. Oh, that, okay. was bad. that was bad. The Babysitter, not a good movie. I really liked it. I thought it was fun. Hmm. Um, let's see. All right, the last one I'll actually talk about is Jersey Girl. That's a great pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I never I, seen. I thought about putting this on. Oh, oh you, God. you, you. I think you'd really enjoy it. Really? I think you would. I, I started watching. I started watching Geely. Uh, that was. Why would you, I oh, turn oh, oh. that off? No, you should start. You should watch Jersey Girl instead. Yeah, <laughs> I turned Geely off after a couple minutes. That yeah. was too much for me. Anyway, explain Jersey Girl. I would love to. Hear so, that. because of how much everyone hated Geely, um, they killed Jennifer Lopez off within five minutes. Within literally. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Wait, this is a sequel. No. Oh. It's it's but it, they were. It's oh, another. That, so what it is? You totally just started a conspiracy theory. Wait. <laughs> What's going on? So, okay, so Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, it's another, it's another same thing like that, where, where Geely, where everyone was like, oh, Geely was terrible. I, I don't want to see that. So in the marketing campaigns, they specifically said, she's out within five minutes, yep. so he can date Liv Tyler. And it's, um, and it's about Ben Affleck, young Ben Affleck. Um, he, he's like a publicist. Yeah, something like, and like he, get, he gets fired. And cast off because he goes on some rant against how much he hates Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, it pays off. And it's and it's and then it just becomes him be trying to become a good father to the daughter to, to of, Jersey girl of dead Jennifer Lopez. Yep. And he meets Liv Tyler and George Carlin is in it. And George also, freaking Carlin. George Carlin's great. In he it. has this great scene where he's like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Yeah. Spoiler alert. Cameo. Will Smith shows Will up. Will Smith shows up. That was the best part of the Does movie. Does he like confront him? No. Well, so okay, it's like yeah, he, yeah. they're in they're in the same waiting room or something, and Will Smith sits next to him, and they have a really great conversation. It's not like a one-off cameo like a lot of movies would do. Because Will it's Smith a real scene. doesn't know that Ben Affleck Affleck went off on. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's just this genuine conversation. And Ben it's Affleck realizes surprisingly heartfelt. Will Smith's a good guy, and he's like, oh, "It's such a good movie." I it's not a good movie, but it's such a great. I don't get where this Will Smith <laughs> thing comes from. Yeah, it's, it's just surprisingly effective. That's the best yeah. way I can put it. Yeah, it's, it's just, a nice movie. It works for some reason. It's just the only way I can describe it is it's just a nice movie. Yeah, you know, there's effort put into it. Yeah, it's silly. It's easy to to brush it off. You know. Yeah. Because it's Kevin Smith, it's Ben Affleck. He just had a heart attack. The early 2000s. Did he really? Yeah. No, like a, he's, like a he's, serious heart attack. But he's, wow. he's doing. Yeah, he's, he's doing he's, better. He's fine. He's doing better. He like he sent like a selfie from the hospital. Yeah, but it was like apparently a serious yeah. heart attack. Wow, man. That's, yeah, that's that's a relief. He's okay now, thank God. I like Kevin. Stay Smith. well, awesome. Kevin. Yeah. I even like Cop Out. <laughs> I like Tusk. I haven't seen Tusk. Sort of. I want to say it's Tusk. not good, but like it's. <laughs> That's kind of another guilty pleasure in a way. Some of so the, is mine. Cop Out is kind of a guilty pleasure. Some of Kevin Smith's movies, like maybe not Yoga Hosers. Yoga Hosers was not good. That I can't tell if that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> if I kind of like it, I don't know. I definitely didn't like it. I don't know. It was I weird. need to watch it. Or actually, I'm not going to watch it again. But I need to. I'm not. <laughs> I won't. Yeah. 
Awesome. All right. I. You want to go next? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw in a couple more. <coughs> All right. Uh, here's some this, sequels. This is your last one, so make it count. Okay. So I'll, I'll throw a couple in really quick, and then I'll talk about my big main one. Kick-Ass 2. Uh, uh, I like it. it. It's fun. Yeah. It's got Jim a lot, Carrey, really a lot of problems. Total, like, I like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Final Destination 3 and 5. Only those ones. The rest are, the <laughs> rest are bad. It's weird that there's a whole franchise. Yeah. Uh, 3 and 5 are fun. That would also be good 3 and 5 are fun. 1, franchise. 2, and 4. Especially 4. 4 mm. is awful. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them. Uh, 3 and 5 are great. Uh, Scream 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> I love the whole Scream series. Uh, the first one's good. long running series? You wouldn't, I think, don't know. you wouldn't think they'd make for good series material. Right? I mean, Scream 2, 3, but, and 4, they're ridiculous. Isn't there a 5? Did the they make a 5? No, they okay. didn't make a 5. Well, they made the stupid TV show. They made uh, like 47 yeah. Paranormal Activities. Gremlins 2. Solid. The new movie. batch. Yeah. I, no, you're not alone whatsoever. Solid. Like, it's really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Uh, there's a lot of meta stuff in it. Uh, Sleepaway Camp 1 and 2. Great, like, uh, teenager uh, summer camp horror movies. Yeah. The, the first one has a great twist at the end. Makes up for the whole movie. It's, they're, they're cheesy. They're from the 80s. Hmm. Uh, but they're, they're a lot of fun. A View to a Kill. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen a lot of the old James Bond movies. But this, this is one, one of the ones that I've seen and I had fun the whole time. This is my least favorite Bond movie. I know. I can't even enjoy I know. it. I, 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 I've seen it I think twice. No. I loved it. <laughs> no. I, I, you know you have. I loved it. it. Yeah. No, I love it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Christopher Walken. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Not the, the sequel to the original. Not the reboot. This, okay. Yeah. No, the sequel to the, to the original. What did that Directed by the same guy. A, Toby Hooper? Yeah. Huh. I didn't want to I was going to say Hopper and I Every time I say Hooper, I have to say it like uh, Hooper, Richard Shaw, yeah, Robert Shaw, Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfus. But that's I'll give a quick little tagline or synopsis of the movie uh, of Texas Chainsaw Two. Dennis Hopper dual wielding chainsaws going up against Leatherface, a cyborg, and the old man from the first movie in their underground hideout. (laughs) I'm in. It's it's a lot of fun, (laughs) and the ending like climax is insane. Nice involves this giant tower. (laughs) <laughs> really? It's insane. Wow. The Neil Breen movies, it, he's he's a director kind of like Tommy Wiseau. Oh, okay. Uh, so so the bad name. that they're good. Faithful Findings, Double Down, and I Am Here, Now. That's the title. I Am Here, dot, 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 now. Hmm. Interesting. They're, if you, can, if you can stand them, they're a lot of fun. <laughs> but the main one I wanted to talk about, I kind of touched on it in... Uh, Last episode when I was saying about I, I know myself. what it is. What it's the the Shaw brothers. Yeah, the Shaw brothers. Yep. So yeah, I mentioned that I really enjoy cheesy seventies kung fu movies, seventies mm-hmm. and eighties. So this is the Shaw Brothers Studio, and it's part of the Dragon Dynasty <laughs> series. Uh, this this one specifically, uh, they're all great, but this one specifically, I'll talk. How about. How many are there? I don't know how many there are. Okay. There's so too there's many like, to count. Yeah, there are those, and then there's like the Wu Tang collection, which is like Wu Tang Clan, <laughs> the rap group, and they like they have a collection of great '70s movies that they like, or '70s kung fu movies. Huh. So this is called Executioners from Shaolin. Oh, I've heard of this. You, you have heard of this? Yes. Really? I um, have. This is this is, and I know the release date too. It's 1977. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Where, how did I know? I don't know. All right, you talk while I, anyway, leave, while I learn about myself. So the bad guy in this, uh, Pai Mei. <gasps> Wait a minute. Yeah. The same Pai Mei? Who stands up on swords and... Yeah, and looks, has a looks the exact same. Weird mustache. Looks the exact same. So, priest, so is this directly where is this directly where he got the inspiration then? Yeah, Sarah no, Kingdom? there's a lot of oh. there's a lot of stuff from it. Uh, is is it the, meant to be the same character? I don't know. Okay. In case I you don't, don't know, know. If, I don't know if, if is Pai Mei his name or is that like no, that's his a name. role. Like, is that like a What's position? Name? In case okay, you don't well, know, so this in, guy's name in, is Pai Mei. In Kill Bill, the person who trained uh, the bride is Pai Mei. So they look the exact same. Huh? Is it, it's not the same actor, is it? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Gordon Gordon Liu, I believe. That I don't know. I don't think it's Gordon Liu. No. Uh, but there's also a scene that is in Kill Bill. You know when it's like her silhouette. Yeah. Not in the big crazy '88 fight scene, but it's her silhouette when like training. training. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a different color. It's like red background or yellow background. Yeah. Or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's a scene just like that in this. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, yeah. So these movies are they're they're really cheesy, really stupid, and have like. Bat awful dubs, mm. uh, like English dubs, but there, there's a lot of inspiration that's taken, uh, especially Quentin Tarantino. He takes a lot of inspiration from it. Right. But so priest priest Pai Mei, who is the villain of this movie, mm. the the whole thing is like he has the okay. This is gonna sound weird. He's able to suck his. Okay, uh, this what sounds the? weird. I'm so confused. He's able to. Retract his penis. Oh my goodness! And stuff like back a up into his body, where there's like a hole there where he traps people's groin attacks. What? If someone tries to kick him in the groin, he's able to trap. It. Grabs their foot because like he, he. Wait, doesn't that happen in Kill Bill? Doesn't she kick him? Wait. Uh, I feel like she kicks him and she gets her and she gets her foot stuck and then he like kind of. Oh yeah, you're right. She, he he like, kind of looks at her and he's like, aha, aha. See you, haha! And he twins. wow. I honestly can't remember because now I'm just getting confused with with the pie maze. With the pie maze. <laughs> anyway, he will he will trap people's feet or hands in his groin, groin area, in his, his groin hole. <laughs> <laughs> where oh, that's, he, that's the where quote like the once you get trapped in there, you're done. You're done for. That's it. You'd like don't go in the groin hole. Yeah, like. Do you For just, some reason, it's a legend. Like you're not supposed to do it, but people still do it. Does it like cut off your foot, or does it just no? Suck it you just in? like traps it. And you're like like you're just like stuck you're forever. just like a bear just, trap. Like, wide open. You're wide open. Like a bear thing. trap. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that is. I'm nuts. gonna I'm gonna spoil the end of the movie. Okay. Uh, so the the main guy is he he's fighting Pai Mei to avenge his father, and he gets trapped in the groin hole. <laughs> so, <laughs> His foot gets trapped in the groin hole. Mistake number and one. And so you're thinking, oh no, he's done. He's in the groin. Uh-oh. He, Uh-oh. he does a little sw- uh, switchy-do. Oh no. Gets, somehow gets up on Pai Mei's shoulders. And then, With like, his foot still in the... I think the foot's still in there. Oh, I don't goodness. know how. Wow. Um, he's on Pai Mei's shoulders. Rips off his like bun. He's like a, like a bun. <laughs> the top hair. knot. Yeah, the, the top knot. I the man bun. He he rips it off and then like snatches out his eyes. Oh, and so Pai, like, yeah. So he like, snatches out his eyes from above. Okay. Uh, and, and then it switches to black and white. Now. And then no, I wish. Uh, and then you think it's all over because our main character kicks Pai Mei down these long ass stairs, hmm. and so Pai Mei starts falling down. But then Pai Mei jumps up at the end 
and gives a big yell and then it freeze frames and then gives a text of what happens after. Well, they didn't film it? They didn't film it. <laughs> it's, it's, he's falling down. You oh, think he's wow. dead. And then he jumps up and he goes, ah, and then it ends <laughs> on a freeze frame of him oh, looking okay. like he's fine now. But then it just says, I forget the main character's name, but it's like, um, I believe it's like Lou or something. <laughs> hey, and then Lou. it's like Lou, Lou defeated Pai Mei with a series of crane kicks and tiger style moves. And huh. I'm like, what? Why didn't you film that? Did they just not have time and then it, the it, budget, it maybe? It's one of my favorite endings ever. <laughs> wow. Because that, it's so, that sounds so goddamn funny. Are these American or are they? Um, that I don't know, actually. How do you not know I, what language so, are they speaking? <laughs> it's no, so it's dubs, were it's they dubs. speaking American? They, it's, it's, Ameri- it's an English dub. You don't get so to hear their language. So it's not American is what? Well, so they, they, they shot it in wherever they shot it. And then they hired, I'm guessing, the Shaw brothers to do English dubs of it. Okay. So they hire people to do English voiceovers. So like what John Lasseter did with uh, Spirited Away. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the, the dubs are what make the movie really fun. Is it really? Yeah. Are they bad? They're really bad. <laughs> They're really bad. Another great one is Mad Monkey Kung Fu. but I've heard of that one. Oh, you have heard of that I've one? heard of that one. Nice. Uh, yeah, those are great. Awesome. Anyway, that's, that's, I believe that's all I have. All right. That's everything. Yeah. I'll try to be quick about this because we went a little longer than we thought we would. But uh, again, I ended with the big one. I'm going to end with the big one. This is, to me, this is the guilty pleasure movie, which is Point Break. And, oh. get, and guess what? Yeah, I forgot. I'm talking about the remake. Oh, gee. Oh, Not the Keanu Reeves one. I You're watched the only this. person I've ever met who has this opinion. You're the only person I've ever met who's seen the remake. Yeah, yeah. I saw parts of it and I turned it off. Okay. <laughs> I turned it off. Yeah, which should say a lot. Okay. Yeah. I don't know where to start with this one. Because the original is very, has a very specific, like, devoted following. I don't want to say cult following because that always kind of has a negative connotation, but that pretty much is what it is. It's and for good reason too. I, th- I, I think it's pretty good. The remake should not exist whatsoever, but there is something f- fundamentally that appeals to me about it. So basically, it's the exact same story, more or less. Uh, a young athlete tries joins the FBI as naturally and is assigned to go undercover to try to sniff out this group of bank robbers who may or may not also be extreme sports junkies. They use their extreme sports to pull off the impossible heist. They do. This is intense. They really they really high octane. They really up the extreme sports in the remake. And the original is Patrick Swayze and a bunch of surfer dudes. And this one, these are like death-defying world record stunts, but they're also like stealing money. The opening scene is that there's a big, I don't know what the term is, but it's one of those planes where the hatch opens out the back. And they got this big brick, this giant, I don't know what the word is for it, but a giant stack of cash. Box made of cash. A huge cube of it. And they push it out. They jump out after it. And then they like cut a little line on it. And all this money starts billowing out into the, into the (laughs) South American air. Yeah, it doesn't. And then it just rains down. Don't they do it? I believe it's the people, the money. And it's American money. Yeah. So it doesn't even make sense. They're basically, they're just, it's just chaos for the sake of chaos. It's like Alfred says, some men just want to watch the world burn. But as you find out, 
They're trying to, they're doing it to gain spiritual enlightenment. I never want to see this movie. Buddhist style. Oh There's literally God. like words and philosophies taken straight from the like Siddhartha stuff. They're trying to find. I love Siddhartha. I don't like this movie. True and light. Have you seen it? The Keanu Reeves one? No. I, well, I saw parts of it and <laughs> yeah. I turned it off. That's, oh, yeah. That's right. The main. I'm looking up to see who the main guy is. He's I don't know. Keanu Reeves. Okay. But, th- but this is it. So the bulk of the plot is, is this FBI agent kind of wrestling with himself because he gets swept up into this culture and he kind of loves it. His superior, played by. Uh, oh, what's his name? Ray Winstone, Ray Winstone yeah. um, is constantly like, you can't, this is not for fun. You have to be doing your job here. You can't just be, you know, enjoy, living life to the fullest. Because that's really what it is. Isn't They're there like, like a moment in the original where he kind of like bros out with Patrick Swayze? There's like, a bunch of moments. There's like, a lot like, of like, like, a dude. full on football scene that yeah. lasts like five minutes. Uh huh. And it's just the same stuff. It's like, I can't believe I actually like you, man. Oh. Yeah, that's not a bad... It's a great line where it's like, oh my god, it's so dark, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Something that In the remake. Make, something that doesn't make Very sense. Very important question. Hmm. Does the main character say, I am agent? threw my phone on the ground accidentally. They don't stoop to that level. Do Why? They, but they, they do, do have the same scene okay, where he cool. shoots the bullets yeah. into but the But that's air. even that's stupider. And it doesn't sell whatsoever. <laughs> that's, that's why I say guilty pleasure. Because I'll get to the pleasure in a second. But here's the guilt. Here's the shame. It's the acting is atrocious yeah, in this movie. Was, I'm shocked. Sure. There why I is it off. no chemistry. Nothing sells. Not a single emotional beat works, and it could, because I think it, it's. I can sense a good movie trying to get out. I really can, because it truly really plays up the whole extreme sports. Like, there's a scene where they go to, like, the freaking Alps or something, and then they jump off the top of a mountain with, like, these flying squirrel gliders. It's like a five-minute scene just gliding through the Alps, and it looks awesome, and there's a reason for that, which I'll get to in a second, but it looks amazing, and it appeals to my inner, like, wanderer and my inner curiosity like man what would it be like to just explore the world and just jump off of mountains and go into the south of france and surf and swim around on cruise ships and you know be in the jungle and everything what would that be like and and in that sense i do relate to the main character it's like how do you resist this awesome lifestyle that you get to be a part of but that you also have to destroy in a way and so I really empathize with that main character, not with the acting, but just with the writing. I'm like, there, there is a good movie here. There really is. And there's a direct contrast between like those scenes, which are really bright and lively with the scenes where he's being like chewed out by his FBI superiors. It's all sickly and green. Yeah, it doesn't it look gross. pretty, it looks but, it, gross. but it is, it does have purpose behind it. I'm like, I can sense a good movie. God damn it. Why couldn't the acting be better? And that, and here's the biggest problem, is that it's it's caught in a pickle. Because oh, really? it's so <laughs> it's similar enough to point break that it kind of has to be billed as a remake. But if it weren't, maybe it would be better. There's it's it was really just no, don't give me that. Look, it really is just there's there was no way this was gonna succeed. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it got to me, man. It got to me. I don't 
want to enjoy this movie <laughs> for the reasons I mentioned. I really don't. But I have to. I have to. <laughs> um, well, damn it. What? Now I want to watch it. Yeah, I still don't. Who? I, I don't know. I'm the only person on Earth, A, who's, who's seen it, and B, <laughs> who finds this sort of enjoyment. Because I really think the same intention was in the original. This whole temptation of, an, of a cool lifestyle. But they just take it to the nth degree in this movie. And I, and I, I, I like them both, oddly, for the same reason. Objectively, I think the first one is better. I think, believe it or not, the acting is better. Keanu Reeves, yeah, Patrick well, Swayze, and and is it uh, Gary Busey? Gary somehow Busey. has better acting. Gary Busey yeah. acted better than whoever played who, the Gary Busey part. In I the, Ray Winston. Ray Winston. Oh yeah. my, he's good. God, other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he is in this one. Uh, not memorable. Yeah, but. That's that's pretty much it. That is to me the definition of a guilty pleasure. I don't want to, but it pleases me. Kind of like grown-ups. All right, real quick, we tease it at the start. All right, Jason, you got a recommendation for us? I, okay. and we have no idea what this it. is. <clears throat> to recommend to recommend to us okay. and the listeners. Okay, well. it, it is for everyone listening. Yes, yes. You too? If okay. we can get to it before next episode. Mr. Lonely. It is Mr. a Harmony Korine film. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. who you're a fan of. Mm-hmm. Spring Breakers, right? Yeah, I love Spring Breakers. Uh, Mr. Lonely, it's it's a movie with kind of two two different plots going on at the same time. One of them involves Werner Herzog, uh, who flies uh, an airplane with a bunch of nuns in it to go deliver mail to people, and then or to deliver meals, I think. But then one of the nuns falls out. <laughs> Oh no! Of the airplane. Oh my goodness! She hits the ground, or she starts. She. It's really beautiful. These scenes of people falling through the sky are beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this this nun is falling without a parachute, even though you can kind of see the parachute underneath her nun clothes when she's falling. Uh, she she basically starts praying when she's falling. Oh my! Hits God. the ground, survives, and it's like an act of God. They're talking about it, and so Werner Herzog's like, "All right, ladies, get on the airplane. You're gonna." Bad Werner Herzog impression. <laughs> Doesn't so, have a distinctive voice. You're going to jump out of the airplane and... The airplane. The airplane. The airplane. The airplane. The aeroplane. Yeah, so you're going to jump out, pray, and you're going to survive. And there's just these beautiful shots of people just falling. And at one point, one of them has a bike. They're doing <laughs> tricks in the air. It's beautiful. Oh, man. Uh, it so that's like just some one, point break. one plot of the story. There's another one, which is the main thing, where... Uh, Diego Luna plays a uh, Michael Jackson impersonator. Oh, wow. And he lives in Paris. Paris. And basically he finds, or he meets a Marilyn Monroe impersonator, and she invites him to come to this sort of, like, their own island (laughs) where she lives at this castle with other people who do celebrity impersonators and she's married to a Charlie Chaplin impersonator oh, wow. played by I don't know his name but he's in Holy Motors if you know that movie oh yeah uh, he's, he's really great as Charlie Chaplin and then there's like a buckwheat impersonator there's uh, this is crazy it's, it's insane it is an insane movie uh, it's you'll know it'll be it's gonna be weird because it's a Harmony Korine film mm-hmm. but I think it's his least weird Okay. Even though it sounds insane. Yeah. Yeah. This is the least weird one. Yeah. Um, I'd say 
In a way, I'd say it's his most accessible because the other movies are pretty hard to watch. Okay. This one, you'll have a smile on your face for most of it. <laughs> yeah. There, it does get a little dark, but it's definitely his most accessible film, awesome. I think. Despite it actually being one of the weirder ones, plot-wise, huh. it's his most accessible. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So that's, so that's uh, Mr. Lonely, yeah. Jason's recommendation of the week. All right, so we're almost out of time here, but... Uh, Thank you for listening. This is another long episode. Sorry. All we can hope for is that we're interesting to listen to. Yeah. Um, it was a laid-back laid idea. So let us know in the comments, what are some of your guilty pleasures? Uh, don't be afraid. There's no judgment here. Uh, this, I'll probably agree with all of them. <laughs> this, is, this is a safe place. And also, uh, what, what do you want from our show? Because we need ideas. Uh, we want to know, what do you want to hear? What do you want to hear us talk about? I mean, we, of course, we have our own ideas, but... If you have anything you'd like to hear us do, then uh, let us know. We'll take it into account. And also, uh, if you've seen Mr. Lonely or if you check it out, let us know. We want to see how this recommendation thing goes. But uh, for now, that's all we got. I'm Sam. I'm Anthony. I'm Jason. And we'll see you next time. Bye.